Hi, I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is Negotiation Innovation. This podcast is dedicated to helping you improve your interactions. We're going to spend time on current research. We're going to talk about practical application. Let's go. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. It's been an interesting week for me. I've received a number of emails from individuals with whom I've worked in the past, whether they were students or I've worked with them in another capacity. And there was a common theme, and this is interesting to me because this doesn't happen a lot. Um, I do get email. Uh, I do get a lot of follow-up. People, especially those that have had my class, will follow up and give me stories, give me information, talk to me about application of concepts that we've used in class. But the interesting aspect of this week has been that every individual that contacted me talked about the same thing. And they talked about preparation. And so I want to touch on that in this episode. I want to talk a little bit about the importance of preparation, yes. But I also want to break down three different aspects of preparation that I really want you to focus in on as you go through your negotiations because it will have a big impact on both the process and the outcomes that you have in your negotiations. And so I'm gonna break down these three items after I talk a little bit about just the general concept of preparation, which I think is, as I said, a very important aspect of what we do in our negotiations. As I was doing the research for some of the concepts that we're gonna talk about in this episode, I was reading a number of different papers, and there was one paper um, that was written from a legal perspective, which was an interesting perspective uh, and somewhat different from the psychological perspective that I take. But what really caught my eye was a quote that was attributed to Abraham Lincoln, and he said, if you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend one hour sharpening the axe. And I thought, well, that's an interesting idea. It's an interesting quote. And I think it's some, sometimes how we do approach our negotiations. Ah, well, you know, we'll, we'll put a sixth of the effort into the preparation. And we think that that's a lot. I'll, I'll put one hour into the preparation and then do five hours of negotiation and I'm, I'm set. I'm ready to go. And I'm here to tell you that that might be great if you're chopping down a tree. Um, I, I've, I've sharpened axes before. I've sharpened hoes. When I was a much younger person, I worked on a farm. And one of the tasks that we had was to go out and hoe the fields. And we hoed by hand. And so when we arrived at the barn in the morning and we saw the hose sitting out, we knew it was the day that we had to go and hoe the weeds out of the field. And it was not a fun job. 
It took us a while to sharpen the hose. That's how we started. Every day when we were going to hoe the weeds, we would sit there and we would sharpen the hose. And we tried to spend hours sharpening the hose because it was nice and it was calm and we could sit there in the barn and, and really relax and spend our time on preparation instead of spending our time on doing. So I understand that there is this fear that you're spending too much time preparing and not enough time doing. And so people, when they approach a negotiation, often don't want to get caught too much in the preparation so they don't have time for the doing. And so we spend a lot of time on preparation that I think is inappropriate preparation. We, and this is taught in a lot of different classes, whether they're negotiation classes, sales classes, et cetera, we talk a lot about wants and needs. So we have to make sure that we understand our wants and needs. We have to make sure that we understand the points of contention, the terms and conditions. Do we have a defensive strategy to protect our outcome? And I think that all of those are misguided. It's focused on the wrong aspects in the negotiation. If we're thinking about these things, we're thinking about a zero-sum negotiation. We're thinking that when we go into this negotiation, we have to protect ourselves. We have to protect what's ours. We have to protect our position. It's a really defensive idea. It's outdated. That's not what we do. But those are easy to prepare, right? Because if I think about those, those are quantifiable. It's easy for me to think that through. It's easy for me to develop a position. It's easy for me then to develop a defense of that position. But that's not really what I need to do if I'm going to be a good negotiator, if I'm going to be a great negotiator. And that's really what I want. I want you to be a great negotiator. So it's much bigger than this. And I'm going to tell you, that one to five ratio might work if we're talking about wants and needs and terms and conditions and the positions. It, it might work there, but it's not going to work. It's a much bigger time commitment if we're thinking about this a little bit differently. So here are the three aspects that I want you to start with in your negotiations. Here are the three aspects that are going to change your interaction. After these three aspects, then you can go back and then you can build out the positions. You can think about concessions that you want to give. Those are all really important things, but there's a time and a place. And the time is after you think about these three things. And when we, when we have these three things that I'm about to give you, we can much better prepare those positional aspects. And we don't have to be defensive about those positional aspects because we've thought through some creative outcomes, some creative ideas. So here's the first thing. Before anything, before you think about how many dollars you want, what delivery date you want, before anything, you have to understand why are you even negotiating? And this is deeper than just what do I want what are my needs? This gets down to that base level, and we've talked about it in the, this podcast before, that base level of interest. This gets down to the reason that I'm even interacting with the people that I'm interacting with. 
So what can you gain from the interdependence within this negotiation? You have to know that. You have to understand, what do I gain from this specific interaction? That's the interdependence. Each party brings something to the table. Each party brings some value. Each party brings something that is important to the outcome. So you have to understand, why are you even negotiating? Why are you even negotiating with these parties? And what value do you bring? What is the value? Why would they negotiate with you? So it's a really deep dive into that why. So if I'm Abraham Lincoln and you give me six hours to cut down a tree, before I start sharpening my axe, I want to know, what am I cutting the tree down for? Is it going to be firewood? Because I'm going to chop it differently for that. Are we going to mill the lumber so that we can build slats for a house or something? I'm going to cut it differently then. What is the interdependent? Who am I going to work with? To whom does this tree go after I cut it down? I need to get that deep. I need to understand the depth of what's going on. The next thing for you to think about, the second aspect here that I really want you to prepare and I think this one is just as difficult and will take you just as much time. So here, what I'm doing is I'm really increasing your workload. But you're going to get better outcomes, so maybe you'll have to work a little bit less. It's a trade-off. So here's the second thing. What information do you have about this negotiation? That's fine, but now here's the second part of it. What information are you missing? This is really critical. As you go into the negotiation, remember, we go into our negotiations biased. We don't have complete information. We don't have perfect information. We'll never have perfect information. If you walk out of that negotiation with perfect information, somebody probably lied to you if you think you have perfect information. Um, because there are things that nobody reveals in the negotiation. Nobody should be revealing their cost. Nobody should be revealing you know, some of, the, some of the aspects of the negotiation that are proprietary to the business. So we need to know, what information do I know? What information am I missing? And then I want to think about, what information am I willing to share? How am I going to do that? And what happens when somebody asks me that tough question that I don't want to answer? Because if I make something up on the spot, I'm probably going to give some false information, and that can lead people down the wrong road. If I lead people down the wrong road, they're going to give me the wrong concessions, I'm going to get the wrong value, and nobody's going to do as well in the negotiation. So I need to have a plan in advance. And when people ask me, that information that I don't want to give up, I'm honest with them. Boy, I'm really not comfortable telling you my cost on this product. I'm really not comfortable telling you my manufacturing process on this product. I can give you some of that information, but I'm not going to give it to you because that's proprietary to my business. Certainly, you have information that's proprietary to your business as well. I'm not saying that's the right way, that's the only way, and that's the way that you should phrase it. Make the words yours. 
Because when the words come out of your mouth, they have to be believable. So they have to be your words. But that's a way that I could put it. That's a way that I feel comfortable saying that to somebody with whom I'm negotiating. Okay, here's the third thing. And this is a big step. Before you walk into the negotiation, think about what you can do to create value and how you can use that value to move everyone in the room, the negotiators, the constituencies. How am I going to move everybody towards an outcome? I need to have a good idea of the value that I can create and how I can leverage that to move people towards an outcome. This is a lot of work. This is a much bigger time commitment than coming up with an offer and a concession. This is a much bigger time commitment than saying, this is the position that I'm going to put out there, and this is how I'm going to defend it. Well, my return on investment, you know, that's, that, that's a really typical thing that's taught in any number of different sales seminars, any number of different corporate settings, any number of different classes, college classes, etc. We spend a lot of time developing that defense of our position without thinking about why is this interdependence important? Without thinking about is there some information that I'm missing? Some information that may be key to building value. And we do it a lot of times without thinking about the value that I really bring. Why is, the, why is this party negotiating with me in the first place? What do they hope to gain from the interdependence? What do they hope to gain from the information exchange? Because sometimes the negotiation is really about that information. This is a lot more in-depth. This is sharpening your axe for about four hours and chopping on the tree for about two. But if I have a better idea of why I'm even chopping the tree in the first place, if I have a better idea of what the tree is going to be used for afterwards, if I have a better idea of the value that I get from chopping that tree, it's gonna be a much more productive time of lumberjacking, right? We want to spend our time well. And if we're going to prepare well, our time is better spent. And the other thing that this does is once we make this a habit, and this is what somebody told me in an email, once we make this a habit, once we build this muscle so that every time we go into a negotiation, we think about these things. Every time we go into a negotiation, we have a specific way to prepare so that we can address these issues. Every time we go into a negotiation, we do it the same way and think about it the same way. If somebody comes in and we have a negotiation that we have to prepare for very quickly, we have that muscle memory. We know how to do it. We know the questions to ask. 
We know the things to think about. We're prepared. So it takes a lot of time at first. But then as we do it over and over again, we get faster. As we do it over and over again, we get better. We get better about the information. We get better about the ideas. That consistent, solid preparation leads us into negotiation that is going to be much more successful. And it's not just going to be much more successful for me. It's going to be much more successful for everyone that I negotiate with. Everyone involved in the process is going to benefit from this, even if they're just preparing their defensive strategies. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.